Have you ever found yourself working towards a goal and for some reason you just fall off the rails a bit? I don't know what it is, right? Do you? Well, normally it's self-sabotage and if only it were that simple to just not self-sabotage, right? So that my guest today, Chris, he's going to unpack some of the core reasons why that happens and some actual strategies you can use to stop that from happening and you can reach your goals. Welcome to Storytelling Secrets. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and use the stories to sell more online. It's a place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. And it's a place where real-world marketing strategies, tips, and lessons are shared freely. If that interests you, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Jules Dan, and I've battled my way from being a broke group fitness instructor to a full-time, in-demand, freelance email copywriter. Now, I'm ready to get to work. Follow along on my journey as I share my everyday, hard-won lessons. I'm Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. All right, so my guest today is Chris Burns from Mastering the Man Within Podcast and menmastermind.com. And I, I definitely didn't get those two muddled up in the podcast. Um, but what Chris does is that he really helps men leverage, untap, uh, untap their power, uh, activate their greatest potential, and stop being their own worst enemy. And if, if you're a lady listening to this, well, there's good news because we're not just focusing. It's, an old, it's not all dude talk, right? It's uh, actual stuff that you can use right now to stop being your own worst enemy, to stop self-sabotaging. And if you'd like to check out Chris's podcast or his uh, website, Mastering the Man Within Podcast or menmastermind.com. I'm going to leave that in the show notes, but for now, let's get into the episode. There's a lot of goodies, and like I said, just because I said the word men, men, men about five times, there's definitely some stuff for the ladies too. All right, let's get into it. Hey, welcome back to Storytelling Secrets. My name is Jules Dan, and I'm joined by Chris Burns from menmaster.com and Mastering the Man Within Podcast and... Men Master Mind. Yes, <laughs> Men Master. Oh. Yes, you got it. It's all good. <laughs> You know how many times I've I've written it down. I'm actually reading it, and the guest has been like, "Yeah, excuse me, it's it's incorrect." <laughs> Welcome to the show, Chris. <laughs> so so good to be here, Jules. Uh, I appreciate you, man. And I know I've seen you grow over the years, and and uh, just stepping into your greatest version and serving people with your genius of copywriting. And we were just talking about the things that we do to supercharge our ability to to convert, to persuade, to uh, deliver that value. And I just I'm I'm grateful to be here, brother. Thanks, man. For the listeners who are wondering a bit about our history. Um, I got on the a podcast, my first podcast ever was called Focused Entrepreneur Radio. I had Chris on the show. I was in my grandma's basement um, <laughs> and, and Chris was actually doing 12-hour marathon podcast oh. events every week. I'm like, this dude is just on another level, like um, in a good way, in a good way, obviously. Um, like who, I don't know how someone channels that energy to do that, but he- I'm a little crazy. I'm a little crazy, Jules. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> That's a good crazy though, you know, like at least you're channeling it for good. Um, But enough about me. I'd love to learn a little bit about your backstory, Chris, and uh, what are you focusing on right now in your business? 
Thanks, man. So yeah, as you mentioned, I was doing a 12 hour live stream for about uh, three and a half years and interviewed 800 guests and just really, I, I soaked up so much wisdom, man, the opportunity to be around uh, these, these visionaries, these leaders, influencers, pioneers in a lot of ways and uh, get that wisdom and, and ask any question I wanted is, is one of the, one of the greatest joys in my life, man. So uh, I did that for about three and a half years. I was in a partnership for about five years, growing a coaching company, helping people launch their podcasts and things like that. And in April of last year, uh, split ways for, with that partnership. And in October, created the Men Mastermind Company and the Mastering Men Within Podcast, actually just launched about a month ago. Yep. So um, there's been a lot going on and uh, it definitely wasn't always like this, bro. I wasn't, I wasn't confident. I wasn't charismatic. I was uh, a self-proclaimed loser, <laughs> very shy, very introverted, didn't uh, have uh, really any confidence, man. And uh, I was, I was intimidated by the world. I was afraid of, of what people thought about me. I had low self-esteem. I played video games basically 24 seven, locked myself in the room and, uh, you know, got good grades and said, parents, leave me alone. I'm going to, I'm just going to stay over here and, yeah. and, uh, and do the things that I, that I enjoy. And, uh, it was very kind of small, limited life, but thankfully I had some experiences in my early twenties that were very painful and rock bottom moments that uh, shook me and woke me up and, and had me dream a little bit bigger and expand, uh, what's possible. And, my, my vision of how I can serve people around me, my community and people I love. That That's awesome. Can, can we touch on what was that? Cause it's a bit of extreme to go from like lock, getting good grades, locking yourself in the room, you know, not having the best self-esteem, not having the best confidence. Could I ask what that catalyst was for change? Cause I'm sure the listeners would love to hear it. Yeah. So the, the biggest thing that I saw is that my, my dad had lost his um, job and had lost the, basically his pride as a man and who he was as a man. Mm -hmm. And so I said, okay, you know, school system, education system, job system seems kind of broken to me. And uh, I get to figure out my own path because if I follow what they have done, uh, I I'm probably going to end up like that and, and end up at someone else's, you know, control and, and whim and stuff like that. So going through college, I was getting my electrical engineering degree. I was also partying a lot. I think a lot of people do, um, but I, I was doing it and enjoying it and going to, to raves and things like that. And I don't know if you know what public intoxication is, but basically you're, you're being drunk in public and yeah. you get arrested yeah. because you're just making too much of a ruckus. Yeah. So that happened twice because I was just being a fool. And then the third time was I was at a rave and I actually got arrested for selling ecstasy to an undercover cop. Like I was just going to give one or two or whatever Shit. to, 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 uh, you know, a random woman, you know, mm. who's dressed up as Alice in Wonderland. And, uh, and next thing I know, I'm in the Southern California prison and I was there for two days. Thankfully charges were dropped. Case was dismissed. Nothing ever went on my record, but, um, man, it, it was such a, a devastating moment for me because I knew I was breaking my parents' hearts and everything that they had done for me, all the love that they had poured into me. Um, I was throwing it back in their face. I was saying, F you. I was saying, I don't need you parents. I, I declared myself an atheist. Like I, I thought I was Mr. Tough guy, but deep down inside, I was this wounded little boy who had zero idea on how to process and, um, and experience and express emotions. And yep. like I said, that, that shy introverted boy just kept everything in, or I just blow up on people online, talk, talk smack on, you know, video games and things like that. And so it was, <laughs> yep. it was that rock bottom where I was there for two days and said, listen, God, source, creator, whatever, higher self. If you get me through this 
this period of my life where I'm clearly messing up, going the wrong direction. This is a freaking two by four, you know, semi truck that just came and derailed me completely. If you get me through this time, like I will dedicate the rest of my life to being a better version of myself, number one, but also number two is, is helping others do the same thing. Cause like, if I'm just focusing on me and, and focusing on the instant gratification, and this really ties as well into when you're focusing on yourself, when you're creating content or building a business or, uh, you know, wanting to achieve your goals, sometimes you will, you will sabotage yourself because it's not about something bigger than yourself. You're all the focus and the pressure is on you rather than how can you really serve? How can you lift others up? And so I train, changed my focus to being all about me, 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 me to how can I serve? How can I connect with other people? How can I help them get what they want? As, as Zig Ziglar says, if you help enough people yeah. get what they want, you can have anything that you want. Well, thanks for opening up about that, about that radically transparent story. Uh, you know, maybe someone might have been in that same situation. Maybe they've been like, or how you were feeling saying like, my parents support all my love into me, into, into like raising me and I'm, I'm wasting it. It's really curious to hear how you went from focusing just on yourself and then you realize that was the cause of sabotage. And then when you focus on serving others, that's what really motivated you. So um, I just wanted to preframe the conversation a bit for my audience because today is not necessarily all about, you know, marketing tips and tactics and stuff, but a lot of the confidence to go out and do stuff online really comes from within and, you know, the self-image is really powerful and all this sort of stuff I've figured out over the years. And that's why I wanted to get Chris on the show. And I heard on your podcast, you said some of your clients, they're doubling and tripling their profits just by, um, getting on purpose or being in, in line with, with their purpose as a leader. Could you touch on a little bit? What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. So the, the big thing that I've found and the people that I work with is when we know who we are, when we know our core values, when we know what we stand for, yeah. uh, we stop, especially for me. Uh, I don't know about anyone else, but for me, I, I did a lot of people pleasing. I did a lot of like walking on eggshells, not trying to upset or disrupt anyone, not trying to, you know, offend people. And I believe that we're in a world where like, I, I know my intention is good. I respect people. I love people, but I have been conditioned and I believe a lot of people have been and conditioned to care more about what other people think than who we truly are and, and what is our truth, what is our message, and to, to be in alignment with that, even if it's not, uh, even if it's not popular right? It's, it's right. It's right to know who you are. It's right to have your own boundaries. It's right to not let people walk over you. It's right to do these things. And it's, I would say it's like, you know, godly or your higher, higher self and, and for the highest good of humanity that we don't let people walk all over us. Now that doesn't mean go be a jerk and, and treat people like crap, but it does mean know who you are and put those boundaries in place. And so uh, I find that a lot of people are spread too thin, doing all these different tasks, spinning their wheels. And men I work with, they're, they're procrastinating. They're, um, you know, thinking that they deserve less than they're actually uh, deserving, right? They're getting whatever they're getting, but they actually deserve so much more. And so when they know who they are, they know their mission. They know that they're a good man and that they deserve to, to have a rich life, a rewarding life, a, a prosperous, abundant life with the woman of their dreams, you know, whatever, whatever someone chooses mm -hmm. um, that 
that for me is so key because when you know you deserve that, that greatness and that vision of, of your best life, then I, I really find that life reorients itself to help you get there. Now, that doesn't mean you don't need to learn all these tactics and strategies and things like mm. that to, to be able to do that. But I find when the right, uh, think about this, would you rather have a, a uh, garbage truck driver driving you, the wheel of your life? Or would you rather have like a Formula One racer driver, like a professional driver driving the vehicle of your life? You're going to want the professional. You're going to want the someone who has the, the capacity and the mindset and the focus and the training to, to get where you want to go as quickly as possible if that's if that's your goal, you know? Um, so for me, I, I really believe in being the best operator of this human suit that we can possibly be so that we get the results that we want. And uh, I totally believe in mentorship, coaching, reading, yep. listening to podcasts, going to events. I invested, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, especially in the beginning of my journey, because I was like, I'm so hungry to get to where I want to go. So that, that hunger, I knew I was meant for more. I knew I was destined for greatness. I just had to like build myself up and not allow these limiting programs that society, parents, education, uh, media had installed into me. I, I couldn't allow that to stop me. I had to take charge, take the wheel of my life and steer, bro. Yeah. So it sounds like you got hyper clear in your vision and then you fixed up the way you perceived the world. And, and um, that's super important. So when, when you're helping your clients out, get clear in the vision, because um, I mentioned before at the start of this podcast, people can get clear on the vision, like they can write in their perfect day. I've written my perfect day back there. Yes. It's awesome. Yes. yes. But the hardest part is stepping into that person who does that every single day mm. and not deviate it. So how would you, how would you help someone in that situation if they're a client? Like, yeah. How do you get them back on track? Yeah. Great question. So there's, there's two things that um, I, I believe really stop people or accelerate people towards achieving their, their perfect day. Number one is the belief that you can do it. If you are constantly reinforcing that you can do it and reprogramming that into our, into our minds, um, then you will get there faster. Now that doesn't mean that's the only component. In fact, the other component is just as important. In fact, maybe even more important, it's to reduce the resistance, right? We might have these doubts. We might have this resistance resistance, whatever it is, the limiting programming that is in the way from us achieving that goal. And so I've found the best ways to, to be able to break through that and, and shift our beliefs and reduce resistance is to listen to, to audiobooks, read books, and get around people who are on a higher frequency and have a higher, uh, you know, more, more empowered belief structure and system than you do, right? We, we get to leverage the belief of people who can do it. It's like Roger Bannister, when he hit mm -hmm. that four minute mile, like everyone suddenly believed before that it was impossible, but everyone suddenly believed, man, if he can do it, then I can do it. And so I really, I know it's essential to have a, a mastermind accountability, coaching, mentorship that we can leverage to be able to believe, Hey, this is possible. I'm going, I'm going to make it. I, I can do this. I do have the right product. I do have the right vehicle. I do have the right service. I just get to maybe refine it a little bit more, get to uh, learn and be around these like-minded people a little bit more, maybe invest in myself to get those, those final touches dialed in. So I get into alignment, remove the blocks, remove the self-sabotage, remove the limiting beliefs and stay in that flow, man. Yeah. Really interesting how you said how, um, when you're surrounding yourself with success or people who've had that journey before you, it's kind of interesting because um, I used to be of the person who would get angry or resentful if someone was doing better than me. And mm -hmm. um, I learned that you're teaching your subconscious mind that success is bad 
when you do that. The moment I sort of switched to that, uh, switched away from that and started focusing on like, okay, so how do these people launch all these great email launches and stuff and just pouring myself into all the knowledge. And I, that was when I only first started and I got my first six figure launch for a client. I'm like, Oh, okay. So this is what happens when you, when you're focusing on the good and believing that the good is possible and um, not really feeling like it's a competition. Like, I think that's one of the key things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, whenever we are pointing jealousy to others and like, you know, envy someone, someone posted on my, on social media the other day, they said, if you are actively like um, hating on someone who comes up in your feed, if you, if someone pops up and you feel bad or you wish bad for them, or you feel jealous or your, your vibe goes down because you saw their stuff, take them the F off your feed, right? You're, you're only like poisoning your mind. You're only inflicting that self poison on yourself like do we have the ability to curate whoever we see whenever we see them base except for ads because you know they're, they're that, that we can't control that yet <laughs> but we'll just but, get off uh, the device that, that's right 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 so yeah, i think that's that's key man and, and another thing with knowing who you are and who you surround yourself with your purpose your vision your best day ever uh is being unapologetic about weeding the people out who are not like freaking triple a star people right we don't we don't have to spend time with anyone we don't want to um but it takes a willingness that i did in in the beginning of my journey it took a willingness to connect with lots of people to find out who am i and who do i want to hang around who are the right people for me because there was a lot of people who maybe wanted to take advantage of me and i i being Mm. naive in business i was like i don't know like let's let's go hang out you know like not knowing that they didn't have the best intentions they didn't have win-win-win intentions for me so i think that that's really important to to be unapologetic about man i only love hanging out with people who light me up like this conversation with you jules and how curious you are how how much you care like that's that's important that i have people around me who make me feel like that bro well it's interesting you say that because i was in the same position where i was just trying to get out and meet people and there are people with ulterior motives like oh someone's young and then you're in business <laughs> yeah let's let's try and take advantage of them it doesn't happen a lot only a couple of times it happened but i'm sure you felt the same way um yeah. So at least my obvious question, you know, someone wants to, someone wants to level up who they hang out with. I know you've been connected with 800 people on your crazy marathon thing. What's some good tips or advice for meeting those people or getting, getting in touch with those people so they can change their belief system and they can level up the people who've got better frequencies. Yeah. So good. So the, the, what you said about writing out your perfect day, and this is, this applies to business too. Like, what do you want your experience to be like with your clients? Right. Have you scripted out that ideal experience of how Mm -hmm. a client finds you, what they say to you when they first connect with you, you know, do they just book into your calendar? Do they, you know, just buy your program? Do they send you a a testimonial without you having to ask, you know, how does that sales conversation go? How does that, uh, the journey of the customer relationship go? How did, do they keep rebuying over and over again? They keep investing in bigger and bigger ticket things. They're getting results. So for me, man, that that was really important is to write out not just for clients, but also a business partner, also um, business partners, you know, depending on how how many we want to have or strategic Mm. relationships, um, but also like those, those friends, those quality people, like what are the non-negotiables 
in the, the type of people that I surround myself with. So if we don't have a list of that written down and in, in my coaching, I go over this um, purpose manifesto. So in this purpose manifesto, it includes things like, okay, what's your vision, your mission, your objectives, all that stuff, you know, the, the life yeah. lifetime, yeah. you know, in the next three to five years, next year, all that stuff. Uh, but also there's these descriptions of who is your dream person, whatever it is, maybe it's a, a dream relationship, a dream romantic partnership, but also who are your dream friends, right? What is it like to hang out yeah. with those people? What are their qualities? So ultimately, a lot of people are just mentally lazy. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just kind of how we've been trained to be. It's almost like thinking is a bad thing. Like thinking is reserved for school, right? Like that's what we were programmed. It's like, oh, I only think when I'm, I'm like being forced to, I only like read stuff, right? When I'm being forced to read a textbook, uh, I don't like reading. That's what I had, man. I, I read, but I didn't like doing it. And so when I first discovered personal development, I had to shift that. I had to shift like, man, no, I love being around like-minded people. I love investing in myself. I love going to the networking events and transformational experiences. I love being coached, man. It's, it's like literally one of my favorite things is like receiving coaching from someone who is, is uh, intelligent, who's a mentor, who's wise, who's achieved the results that I want to. Mm -hmm. And like being an open book, man. Cause like, what, do I, what do I got to hold on to? Why, why keep trying to pretend like I have it all together? That's, that's a big thing for me is like, I'd rather be unapologetically myself and have people be like, man, he's too raw. He's too real and self-select themselves out of my space then try to put on a front and like be someone who I'm not. I'm like, I, I am me. If you like the headband and the quartz and the silver and the copper, cool. If you don't, cool, man, go find your people, go find the people who light you up. So uh, yeah, man, it's, it's good. Interesting how you said, like, I feel like our narrative is so similar, just maybe probably the same age because um, <laughs> we're so conditioned to not like learning when we're younger yep. because, you know, next school has these negative connotations like, oh, I have to go to school. Um, I didn't actually didn't like reading until I was like 21. I don't, I'm right. maybe, and maybe you're the same, but it, it yeah. wasn't until I realized that, Oh, you can actually use this knowledge to get ahead and um, not learn what people want you to learn. And um, totally with you. That's, on that. that's, that's when, that's when my life changes. I, I discovered network marketing six months before I graduated from college and my best friends like, Hey, you know, we're going to be rich and successful, have hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, whatever. And, uh, I was like, cool. Like dude, I'm going to, I'm going to have everything I want. I'm going to travel the world, be free. And so that kind of like that possibility, that future possibility, uh, with the combination of saying, you know, I'm, I'm willing to work hard. You know, like these other people, they're not, they're not smarter than me. Like we're, we're all equally smart. We're all equally uh, gifted, maybe in different ways, different, different types of gifts, but uh, everyone has their own gifts. Like if they can do it, I can freaking do it, you know? And so that really inspired me to, to read books and um, listen to podcasts, like learn about Jim Rohn and Les Brown, Tony Robbins early on in, in my, my uh, network marketing career. And so yeah. that was, that was a big thing for me, man, is just seeing what's possible and also having a community, man. It's another really core uh, thing I brought into this experience because in my last company, I didn't feel like I had the community that I was desiring, right? And this probably, you know, I take a, I take 100% responsibility for it. I could have done better at, at continuing to cultivate the community of the guests uh, after they had come on the show. There's better, you know, follow-up systems or Facebook group or whatever it might be. But, um, you know, now I know that, hey, community is such an essential part for me. So that's why I created the Facebook group first for the, for the men mastermind because I was like, man, I, I 
just want a community of guys, like no matter how this happens, no matter what the, where the business goes and unfolds, like that's a part of my mission is to support men in feeling more connected and not feeling alone and not feeling isolated and not feeling like, you know, the whole weight of the world is on their shoulders in being open in opening up and, and being transparent and allowing our brothers to, to be there and hold space for us and know that we can, we can get through it when we link arms together, bro. And what's the name of your group again? It's Men Mastermind. The Facebook group is the Men Mastermind and the podcast is Mastering the Man Within. Okay, cool. And I'm, I'm curious to touch on, say, like some things that people would be tripping up on because let's say, I know this happens a lot. I'm sure this happens with your clients is that people will start having success and then something happens and then they derail themselves. or they start. So I know we touched on self-sabotage before, but you know, that they've got that perfect day and then something happens yep. and they just go off the radar. Like, yeah. do you see that with your clients? Yeah. So uh, I've noticed for me, it's happened. I, I noticed with my clients and other, uh, we have elite men mastermind. And sometimes it has happened with them where they kind of fall out of, uh, they fall into radio silence. They fall out of communication. And so uh, that's like kind of one of the biggest signals is if, if someone's not communicating as frequently or is not as encouraging or empowering. So that, that self-sabotage typically happens when whatever happens, right? Whatever, whatever might trigger it, that they feel not as, uh, not as powerful, not as complete, not as whole, not as, um, you know, worthy of, of love, not as, as valuable of a man. Man, whatever it is. Um, but typically that will happen. And then they try to isolate themselves. Mm. So the big thing that I've found is frequency of communication. That's why one of our programs, we have like six calls a week and it's, it's really purely focused on, Hey, if you ever feel like you're disempowered, know that you can just jump on one of these calls and get that support that you need. So that's the, the, one of the paid programs that we have, but for the one-on-one -on -one coaching I do, I have boxer support. So I, I check in with my clients and say like, Hey, how are you doing? Not just between each coaching call or, or on the coaching call, but between those calls, I check in. And I think that's, that's really what uh, a lot of men need is because we can be so hard on ourselves. And so when we are self-sabotaging, it's typically because we're not connected with the bigger picture and we're not connected with the, the value that we're bringing to our clients. And uh, that's another really great thing that Petia, my fiance, she taught me or, or reminded me of, I'd heard of it before, but it's to write down all the things, all the ways that you have impacted people's lives, whether it's clients, whether it's friends, whether it's community, whatever, just write that down on a list of paper, piece of paper uh, with a pen. So you really get connected with it. Write down, how have I made a difference in people's lives? How have I impacted people's lives? How have I, you know, helped people launch their podcast? How have I helped 800 people get their message out? How have I uh, mm -hmm. been there for people when they were struggling, when they were feeling depressed or isolated or alone or whatever it might be? Um, that's massive, man. And, yeah, and sometimes I, I, I know I have taken my focus off of that and focused on what's missing, what's wrong, all that BS. Oh, like, I, I can't agree more. So many times where we're, we're trying to reach for this goal and, it's a crap day. You didn't get as much done. And we're focusing on the lack, the lack, yep. the lack, the lack. Um, I'm probably not as far ahead on say like the uh, let's say the law of attraction spectrum, mm -hmm. but I still definitely believe there is something else that is outside of us. And um, yes. focusing on the lack is just a terrible mindset, um, but we all fall into it. And yep. I think what you just said was, was awesome because it's, it's more beyond like, I'm grateful that I've got this. I'm grateful I've got this. That's important, but it's more like, how did I go outside of myself to, to help others achieve what they yes. want, which goes back to what you said at the very start is when you started focusing on others, that's when self-sabotage 
started to go away. And yes. I'm not sure if you said that it makes yeah. you, I'm not sure if it, you said this directly, but that's more motivating rather than being like, okay, I have to get this done for myself. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And uh, another great hack, like I have it on my wall right here is, is to create pictures of all the clients that you've worked with, depending on, you know, how, how much experience someone has. If you're brand new in business, then put pictures in a collage and, and print it out on like nice, nice photo paper, you know, make it look good. Not just some like piece of paper that's cheap that has like color ink on it, but um, print out a pic a collage of what your ideal clients look like and put that on your wall so that you can connect with those people so that you can appreciate those people so that you can remember why are you doing this work, right? And as you go, then you can have like actual clients that you can put on, on that collage, the people who most lit you up, the people who most excited you, um, or even, you know, you could put your, your dream influential people on there. Like the most influential people, maybe it's whatever, Tony Robbins, whoever, yep. uh, for me, I, I started off in network marketing, probably within like the first year I created a, a poster, a collage of like Albert Einstein at the time. I really loved Skrillex and, e and EDM and dubstep. So I put Skrillex on yep. there. I had Nicola Tesla. Tesla, Benjamin Franklin, you know, all these, these people who are visionaries. And, uh, it was, it was super cool because I, my mind started to associate. I'm like them. I'm like them. I'm like them. I'm pioneering. I'm, I'm massively impactful. I'm larger than life, whatever it might be. Um, so that was, those are kind of like some really great techniques to just program your awareness of who you are and what's most important. Yeah. I like that. It's like another level from vision board. It's, it's like yeah. a identity board. So to speak. Yes. Yes. Cool. <laughs> Hey, I want to ask a few personal questions about what's going on with you. So what do you see? What's like your vision for the next six months with, with uh, men? Oh, I'm going to stuff it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say mastering the man within. Um, yes. <laughs> what's, what's the vision the next six months? And, you know, feel free to talk about revenue if you feel like. Yeah. Yeah, man. So for me, uh, the vision is. I know I've, I've done a lot of manual efforting and organic uh, effort. And so I have a, a guy, uh, he's an amazing guy, Curtis Melanson, and he's in our elite men mastermind, right? So it's the paid group with the six calls a week, and he's really great at SEO. And so I know that there's kind of been this, this, a lot of efforting, a lot of uh, what's, what's the word like hunt, hunter gatherer or uh, like hunting for the next sale kind of oh, hand to mouth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, Based like famine, Easter, yeah. Easter famine. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. So um, that's been a lot of the energy of my sales over the years. And I'm just like, I'm so excited as starting this new company to build a foundation where it's like, nah, I'm in attraction mode. I'm in attraction mode. It's not, it's not about efforting all this effort. It's about really my thinking being aligned and my energy being aligned. So continuing to, to grow the platform, SEO, dialing that in, um, growing the podcast. I'm currently doing a 90 day challenge. And I know at the beginning you, uh, you said, Hey, like, uh, if you want to open up and kind of like share some, some more open, mm. vulnerable experiences, like feel free. And I was like, cool, man. Um, so for me, I'm doing this 90 day challenge. Okay. And this 90 day challenge for me was a, a commitment to grow myself, to be able to make a bigger impact. And so it's this 20 K months in 90 days and the company's still new. And I said, like, I want to get to 20 K months. I'm committed to making this happen. Right. And so I, I am not, anywhere close to that goal yet. <laughs> like it is, it's still like, dude, what am I going to do? How am I going to level up? How am I going to make this happen, man? So there's kind of like, it's surfacing these feelings of like, dude, what, what if, what do people think? You know, what are people thinking about your numbers? What are they yeah, thinking? You're posting judging? your numbers publicly. Yeah. yeah. Publicly. I've seen them. And so there's a lot of accountability, but there's also like probably that internal chatter, like, oh yeah. 
is this oh, too yeah. big of a goal? Or yeah. and it's like all this like crap going on in your head. And you're like, no, just focus on the mission. Just go, just go, man. And that's that's the thing is like I I realized, hey, I'm either gonna hit this target, smash it out of the park, and like level myself to f up, or by doing this, I'm gonna give other people permission to make mistakes, to fail, to not achieve their goals. Like it's not the end of the world. Obviously, we want to be goal goal achievers, but it happens. And there's a a stigma around failure. And so I'm really here to be this this poster boy, uh, you know, walking billboard of it's okay to fail. It's okay to mess up. It's, it's okay to uh, not achieve the goals that you, you desire. Of course, we always want to, but um, there's no shame. There's no guilt. There's nothing like that. Right now I'm experiencing it because I'm still working through it. This is a, this is a new challenge, a new level of public accountability and putting myself on uh, uh, in the hot seat, in the crucible, in the trial by fire. But yeah. I figured by doing this, man, it's, it's really going to give other people permission to do it. Uh, but a funny note, uh, my my queen Petia, my fiance. So I keep saying these affirmations of twenty thousand dollar months, twenty thousand dollar months. You know, like it's it's so much fun. And um, also a big thing for me has been taking my own medicine, so to speak, and really remembering what's the impact that I'm creating in people's lives because I generate the 20,000 or, or, you know, what, what has to happen first to generate the 20,000. Yeah. So that's, that's been a big thing is coming back to, yeah, the number's great, but really why, why the number it's because I get more freedom and be able to impact people's lives in a big way. Um, so that's been big, but uh, you know, Petty and I, we both combined our, our income and that hit $20,000 a month. So yes. uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's awesome, man. It's, it's super cool because like she's, she's been doing her business for uh, coaching business for about two and a half years and she's doing yeah. awesome. Um, so I'm, I'm just super grateful that I I have people around me, but here's another thing I'll open up about. Like we were just doing, we do weekly money dates where it's like, Hey, let's look at our money. Let's look at our money mindset. You know, what, what came in, what went out, that kind of thing. And uh, so she did really well this last month. And she was like, I know it's your goal to hit these $20,000 months. And, you know, we just did it together, but I just want to like check in, like, how do you feel? Cause I know, I know you want to be the provider. I know you want to be the one who's making all this happen for our family. And I was like, you know, I'm just grateful yeah. that as a team, we're winning right but there's there's definitely these feelings that uh, i i feel like for the rest of our lives i don't know about you but uh, being a human there's going to continue to be these emotions these feelings these limiting beliefs resistance whatever that comes up and it's just about how do we deal with it and so for me it's it's going through uh tapping i do tapping i uh you know work out to get my anger my frustration out i have conversations yep. about have my own coaching. So, um, that's, that's super important to, to be able to process those emotions in a healthy way. And in the past, I, I would have had these emotions come up and isolated myself. I'm super grateful because, uh, Petia holds a very compassionate space, but also challenges me to if, if she knows I'm feeling off or whatever it might be. So, um, yeah, man, those are just a couple things that have come up for me around like shame or, or stuff that I'm working on and creating my next breakthrough, my next, uh, launch to the next level, bro. Well, thanks for sharing that. I know it's really brave of you to 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 go because if people don't know, um, I checked out on Chris's podcast and he's literally got a breakdown of here's the goals, here are the actions I need to take to hit my goals, um, and here's what actually happened. Um, and it can be pretty, yeah, like you said, a lot of shame, maybe some embarrassment, like oh, I didn't hit it this yep. week, I didn't hit it this yep. week. But here's the thing, though, what you did do well, it forced you to actually go out there and take action. Like you couldn't Do hide it. me. Like I got zero, I got zero, I got zero, I got zero, I got zero. <laughs> like you actually, you actually went out and did a lot of stuff. Um, and I'm sure you're learning so much in the process. What do you yes. think is that, that one thing that, that, that scares you a little bit that you need to focus on to hit that goal? That's a great question. Um, you know, I, I've been asking, so I've been asking 
for strategy sessions, like in inviting people to strategy sessions more and more. But I think in, in this new company, like I'm still building up the confidence about the company. So um, the thing that I'm scared of is like, like, oh, this is a new baby. I want to make sure I'm protecting it and making sure it, it grows and flourishes and, and like kind of surfacing those things about what other people think again. And so it's like just continuously saying, hey, how can I serve? And being being more assertive in, in conversations, really focusing on uh, organic mm. right now. And uh, I know I'm adding a ton of people, ton of value to people's lives. And so it's, it's about like, I know I'm doing enough to serve. Now, how do I, uh, and, and I, my commitment is to continue asking for an exchange, like, Hey, this is just the, the first level, you know, this is just ground ground zero or whatever of how you, how you can transform your life with me. Here's what's possible. If you invest, here's what's mm-hmm. possible when you take the next step. So, um, that's, I would say those are the big things, man, is, is really just focusing on, um, how can I make more bold requests of people to step into their greatness? How can I uh, call people forward? How can I challenge people? That's another thing is sometimes uh, as coaches or leaders or whatever it might be, we might feel like we have to have all of our stuff together to challenge other people to the, to be their greatest selves, right? It's like, oh, I hope they, they don't challenge me back. Well, you know, that's, that's like what the point is. Yeah, like yeah. if you're going to challenge people, be ready to get challenged. And so that's something that I'm just like, I'm owning because uh, this 90 day challenge is my challenge for myself. And I know I'm inviting even more challenge. And also with that comes, I have the right to challenge other people because I'm, I'm putting myself on at issue every single week. Yeah. Well, um, like big kudos to you, man. Like, again, I said, not many people would be willing to stick their neck out and publicly declare all this stuff and know for certain that after this 90 days, whatever result you get, like that, those next 90 days, you just, you're going to be that other level up. You'll know what to focus on and whatever that 90 days happens, like same thing. So big respect, man. Um, to wrap up this episode, where is the best place for, for people to find you? And if you have something like a transformational takeaway, because I know that's what you're all about, like go for it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So best place. Um, I'm really loving Facebook right now. Facebook.com forward slash TH3 Burns, or you can search Christopher Burns and find me there. I'm also on Instagram at I am millionaire, Chris podcast, mastering man within. And uh, yeah, dude, it's, it's a transformational takeaway. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. I stole that from Jim Forden. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. So my transformational takeaway is so here's another thing that is a big lesson for me and everyone has different, uh, I don't know if you know about human design and things like that, but it's, it's basically like a personality type of test, but it's, it's based on when you're born, it's based on your astrology and things like that. And so my human design, one of my key functions of my success and my thriving and aliveness is play. So the more I play, the more I'm having fun, then the more, yeah. uh, more success I create, the more, you know, just things work out for me, magic happens, things align, whatever. Um, so for me, it's like, that's my special sauce. It's play. So number one is I'm going to invite every single person here. Like, how can you play more? Like stop making life so damn hard. And like, I was talking with a client the other day. He's like, you know, I know this is going to be hard to build this company and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, listen, man, you can choose that if you want. (laughs) Don't recommend it because like, there's already going to be enough hard things. 
And now, if you're conscious of that, say, I have a choice. I have a choice of, is this going to be hard or is this going to be fun? Am I going to enjoy this? Am I going to be lit up building this business? And so that's, that's a choice I make every single day is like, how am I playing today in this business? How am I playing in my service? How am I playing in my, uh, in my genius and how I give it, how I um, bring people solutions to their challenges, bring men together. How am I playing and being the leader of play so that men know, Hey, you don't have to have it all together. You don't need to be this big macho, you know, muscular, uh, redneck guy. Who's like the, the archetype of, of Western, um, being a man, uh, and, and you, you can actually be yourself. And the more yourself you are actually the freer you are. And so for me, it's play. My invitation for your audience is what is your secret sauce? What's, what's the genius that makes you come alive? What's the, the quality or the characteristic that you get to double down on, 5X on, 10X on? Maybe it's your sense of humor. Maybe it is your sincerity. Maybe it's your care. Maybe it's your compassion. Maybe it's your, uh, your fiery drive, your energy, you know, whatever it is, like whatever is your thing that makes you light up, that brings you joy uh, and, and helps you create your success. I would identify that. I would really get targeted on what that is. And every day, put things in your calendar, put a structure in place so that you can bring that to the world. Cause that's how we bring our gifts to the world, bro. Oh, thanks, man. And while we're on special talents, you know, sometimes I like to think I'm witty and humorous and I completely butchered your your intro at the start. So where is, <laughs> where is, where is the website, the best place for, for people to find? Yes. You? Yes. It's menmastermind.com. Menmastermind.com. Okay. That's yes. good. Chris Burns, thank you so much for coming on to Storytelling Secrets. Jules, you're, you're a champ, man. Thank you for everything that you're doing. Thank you for empowering people to uh, create their own freedom and also to serve their clients and their communities with yeah. their gifts, man. I know that's what you're doing. So just big props to you, bro. Thanks. Thanks, dude. Thanks for listening all the way through. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Chris. And again, if you want to go check out his podcast, I'm going to, I'm going to get it right this time. Mastering the Man Within or menmastermind.com. I'm going to leave that in the show notes below. But other than that, thanks for tuning in this week. I always do appreciate a good review if you did enjoy it. love to hear your feedback because um, we're slowly growing. Every little review helps me grow. And uh, if you enjoyed it, someone else is going to enjoy it too. But other than that, thanks a lot for listening. I'll see you next week for the solo show. Bye for now.